Back in black! <laughs> Finally fucking catching up with myself. For those of you that don't get the reference, being in the red is when you owe money and being in the black is when you don't owe money, essentially. So having a minus bank balance is being in the red and having a positive bank balance is being in the black. Which, just coming to mind now as I say that, ties in nicely with the previous episode. Because financially we have a a well of money we have a bank account that tells you in black and white how well you're doing financially but we don't have the equivalent for our i don't know if you call it our emotional intelligence or 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 feelings or what the fuck what the umbrella term for it is maybe it'll come to me by the time i get to the end of this episode but we don't it's like emotional stock we don't we don't have anything like something that counts our emotional stock like we do something that counts our financial stock like you can pull up the app on your phone or you can go on to your pc or whatever and you can go into aib or bank of ireland or whoever you bank with and you can go into your current account or deposit account or whatever type of savings account that you have and you can see in black and white how well you're doing financially but with your with your emotions it's it's hard it's it's much harder like your your emotional stock like how well are you doing now you can you can judge it by how you feel but self reports like that are problematic because you might feel great but that just be because your blood sugar is at a certain percentage and you've amount certain amount of oxygen in your blood and you slept for more hours than you needed or less hours or whatever it was there was there's there's always something preceding why you feel good or why you feel bad which is essentially the the basis for the free will debate. There are people who think that free will doesn't exist. There are people who, I think they're called biological determinists, and they essentially think that human beings are biological clockwork. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. You know, an atom bounces off another atom, bounces off another atom, bounces off another molecule, off another molecule, and so the story goes. And you, you don't... You don't live your life as much as you experience it. Your life is out of your control, essentially. Now, it's not that it's predetermined per se, but it it essentially means that it's predetermined. I'm much more of, I think what the term is, is an existentialist. I think I am in control. Well, to be perfectly frank, I think it's both. Because if you have a tumour in your skull and it grows and grows and grows and you don't know anything about it, one of these days you're just going to get a seizure and fall over keel over and have a fucking fit or whatever it is depending on, on where it is your your vision might go or your speech might go depending on what type or what part of the brain has been affected you wouldn't know what could happen but the reason that I mention that is there are things that are beyond your control and your biology is one of them some people get cancer some people trip and fall and fucking bust themselves open and end up in a fucking vegetative state god knows what there's any amount of different things that can happen you me or any one of us that are completely totally and utterly out of our control but i personally think that there's a lot that we can take control of maybe not in the immediate moment like i can't decide to be fitter than i am now in this moment i can decide to be fitter in the next six weeks than i am now and the same can be said for you know, how I look or how I dress or how I go about my day or how I go about my business or how I treat my friends and family and all the rest of it. We can 
as far as I'm concerned, we can decide to make changes. We can affect the course of our lives, essentially. And that's, to a large degree, what this whole off-the-lead thing is, for me at least personally. It's an effort by me to... I suppose alter the trajectory of my life because that's that's effectively what it does. Now it's not explicitly why I do it. I don't hit record and go, right, I'm going to course correct the trajectory of my life in the next 15 minutes. Hit record and here we go. But there's an element of that. In hindsight, it's it's what I've been doing because it keeps me, I suppose it keeps me honest and it keeps me up to date with my thoughts. And I, I need this. Like, Do I need it? Maybe I don't need it, but I'm better for having done it. So maybe in some sense I do need it. Maybe I need to offload. Maybe I need to get the thoughts that are in my head out of my head. Because you can imagine, this is what, episode 19 in 19 days. Everything that I've spoken about, like all that was bubbling around inside me. I didn't, I don't study for this. I don't say to myself, right, I'm going to do an episode on anxiety attacks. I better go down a YouTube-shaped rabbit hole about anxiety attacks, learn a load about them, and then do an episode about it. That would be me... That would be me shoehorning what I'm talking about into the podcast. But that's not what it is, and it's never what it's been. It's about what's in my head and essentially exercising it, getting it out of my fucking system. And there's the, there's there's something very cathartic about that for me because, like, the, the best example of this, I suppose, is when I was talking about a quote-unquote friend of mine recently who turns out is a fucking straight-up war profiteer. Or at least if he isn't, wants to be and sees no problem with it. That was bubbling around in my head for fucking ages. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking, I couldn't function properly. I was at work and I was thinking about it. I was at home eating me dinner and I was thinking about it. I was playing with the kids and I was thinking about it. I was going to bed and I was thinking about it. I couldn't get it out of my head because it just blew me a fucking way that somebody that I would know for 20 plus fucking years could be such an, such a horrible, horrible, horrible person. Because, I'm sorry, if you have no problem with profiting from war, if you've absolutely no scruples, no morals, no ethical compass, no morality to speak of, like, you're no fucking friend of mine. And as far as I'm concerned, that person went from being somebody that I would have considered to be a good, long-standing friend of mine to somebody that I went to school with. But I couldn't get that out of my head. Now, as soon as I uploaded the episode, now, I didn't get all my thoughts out of my head. In order to get my head completely clear, I would have had to, you know, do a deep dive episode. I would have had to sit down and write down exactly what they said, what I said, what I thought about it, what I thought about what they thought about it, and all the rest of it. And I would have had to write a fucking 15,000 page book about the, the whole thing to really exercise it. But, you know, talking about it extemporaneously for 15 minutes got it out of my system. 90 odd percent of it I still think of it every so often but I don't think about it and then ruminate over it for the rest of the fucking day or the rest of the week I've for the most part did me bit I've gotten it out of my system and I can kind of move on with my life and there's something to that there's the the moving on with your life part because if you're ruminating you're not progressing you're you're stuck in time and you know we, we live for what is it, call it fucking 60 years, 20 of those are fast asleep. For another 20 of them, you're probably just fannying around, basically. So you've only got 20 left. Half of that is, you know, 0 to 10, and you're only a fucking child, and, you know, you're just going through the motions. You haven't become an autonomous human being yet. So you don't have a lot of time, really, when you think about it. So fucking wasting that time 
isn't ideal to put it mildly. And whatever about wasting it, you might waste it on God knows what. But you're better off wasting that time than running yourself into the fucking ground in that time. Like, you don't have to be Mr. Productivity. You can have a couple of fucking easy days or weeks or months or years, provided that you're not using that time to make your lived experience worse. You don't have to be constantly improving yourself. It helps, don't get me wrong. The the better you can have yourself psychologically, physically, financially, and all the rest of it, you know, the, the, the better your life is going to be and the better the lives of the people around you are going to be. And the more clearly you're going to be able to think and better decisions that you're going to be making and it's one of those positive feedback loops that actually has a positive impact for a change you're spiraling upwards instead of spiraling downwards but it's not all fun and games either because although i get a lot of benefit from doing what i do and and talking as i do it's massively beneficial to me and that's why i do it i've said this before and i'll say it again i do this for utterly selfish reasons and if anybody else gets anything out of it that's just a big juicy cherry on top as far as i'm concerned but that doesn't mean that it's not anxiety producing like i missed like one of the days two or three days ago i didn't upload something and every second of every day since it's been in the back of my mind consciously or otherwise that i'm behind that i have to catch up and that's why when i hit record there I did the fucking down, 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 because I'm fucking delighted with myself. I'm after fucking catching up. Now, I'm only after catching up, so I'm not after getting ahead of myself. But I can live with being on top of things because there's a fucking mighty big difference between being behind, being on top of things, and being ahead of yourself. And who knows, fingers crossed, maybe I'll get a bit ahead of myself between now and episode 42. But provided I'm not in the black, or sorry, provided I'm not in the red, provided I'm not behind provided that I don't have a perpetual oh fuck I have to fucking do this and I have to do this and I have to do that because that it weighs on you it weighs on your fucking psyche it weighs on your soul it drags you down like life is fucking tough enough without needlessly making it worse on yourself and it's gas because like I know all these things I'm not reading off a script here I I I know all these things but I get the benefit of listening to myself and I don't mean listening back to myself, which I do do. I want to make sure that what I said is, is coherent and I'm not making a complete fucking tool of myself. So I do listen back. But as I say it, it's like what I say about your thoughts. You do, They're like farts. You don't know what they're going to be like until you release them, until you let them out of you. And I, for the fucking large degree, never know exactly what I'm going to say or how I'm going to say it or when I'm going to say it until I actually go and fucking do it. And for the most part, all I need to do to get into that moment is to say, fucking sit down, put the phone up, hang up the fucking microphone in front of you, hit record, and just fucking, just do it. Just exercise your fucking thoughts and see where it goes. Now, it doesn't always result in a 15-minute podcast. It often results in a a two-and-a-half-minute podcast that I just delete. And it usually ends with a, oh, for fuck's sake. And then the, you just you start another recording or you try it later in the day, maybe when you've eaten or maybe when you're better rested or when you don't have as much to do or you don't have as much in your plate or, or whatever it is. You, you pick your moments. And that's the thing about creativity. It's hard to have creativity on tap. Like you could say to yourself, Fran, why don't you just say, right, you drive to work every day, but before you get out of the van, why don't you say that's when you record your podcast? And I could say that. I could say, yeah, every time I pull into the driveway, before I get out of the van... I'm going to set up me few bits and pieces like I have. I have my phone in a little holder in, stuck to the windscreen of my van. I have my microphone hanging down in front of me. And I have a little notebook in front of me if I want to write down a few notes or whatever comes to mind. 
I could do that every morning before I go to work. I work seven days a week, so I pull in here literally every morning. I could just record the podcast before I do my day's work. But creativity is not like that. It's not on tap like that. You can't just perform on cue at any given time, especially when you're speaking extemporaneously. It's different when you're set, you've sold out the fucking three arena and you're performing on Saturday the 25th of August. You can prep for that hour, hour and a half or two hour live gig and you can have everything ready and you can have your ducks in order. That's different though. You're not going to do that every fucking day. I'm not going to have 15 minutes scripted or 15 minutes that I know inside out and backwards every fucking day. That's just not feasible. But I could set aside the the time to do it. But again, that's the thing about creativity. It's not always at the top of your tongue. I'm not always this articulate. Like, I've just been able... This is what, we're 13 minutes in. The last one was about 15. I've spoken pretty much flat out, banging out the words for the best part of half an hour. And it's come to me fairly easily. But more often than not, it doesn't come to me nearly that easily. More often than not, I'm like, oh, fuck, what am I going to think about? What am I going to talk about? What am I going to say? What order am I going to put it in? And then you, you hit record and you go, Poof, and you might say, I was thinking about this and, ah, oh, bollocks, this isn't going anywhere. And you end the recording. But what you can do, or what I can do, to ensure that I do have something to talk about and that I am thinking clearly and that I am as articulate as I can be on a daily basis is by getting my shit together. There's no fucking way I would have been able to do this. Like 42 episodes in 42 days when I started the business or when my kids were fucking babies. Your fucking life is fucking crumbling around you. You're being smacked on the head from half a dozen different directions all at once. You need a certain amount of stability to do the likes of what I'm doing now. But even in a very stable environment, and I I do have a a very stable environment, especially in comparison to other epochs of my own life, like financially, emotionally, psychologically, physically, and all the rest of it, I'm probably doing better now than I've ever been doing. And that's what's allowed me to even entertain the idea of doing something like this. But it hasn't fucking happened overnight. I mean, listen to the fucking first couple of episodes that I uploaded. This is episode, what, 320-something or 340-something, there, thereabouts. It doesn't fucking just happen. But that's the beauty of the the compounding effect of making the little micro changes and making the little micro adjustments to your life. Those little increment those little incremental improvements and those trajectory corrections, they really compound over time. And I'm hoping to get better and better and better and better at this so that I can maybe bang out two a fucking day. Or maybe that I can parse off enough time to do a deep dive and maybe do an hour long one once a week who knows who cares and i'll catch you tomorrow